It's a new year, new us, so we're going to have some candy on this week's episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. podcast with avery and lena so like i said in the opening we have a lot of candy here today we do no rhyme or reason it's just a lot of candy we just went to a candy store and (laughs) saw what there was (laughs) so what are we getting into first here then the first thing we have are red velvet cupcake bites from the makers of cookie dough bites (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if we've ever had red velvet anything on the podcast. I don't think we have. So it's kind of a celebration cake. I guess there's other kind of velvet cakes. It just has, but red velvet is the most is the most popular one. Right. I could not think of that <laughs> word. So red could come from many places. It could be because back in the 1800s, the brown sugar they used turned red, like red compared to using white sugar. I don't know if I get that, if I under, if that's right. Um, it could be that the raw cocoa that was used then was unprocessed. So it was, it would turn reddish when it reacted with the buttermilk, the acid in the buttermilk. Okay. During the Great Depression, beets were used when dairy and eggs were hard to get for moisture. I've heard of that before. Yeah. And food coloring is the most often used, I've like almost a whole <laughs> bottle. Um well, because, the powder food coloring is a lot better than the liquid. Yeah, well, Adam's Extra Company had a recipe in the 30s for red velvet cake. So, But then there's some claims to the Waldorf Astoria Hotel and even Eaton's that say they invented it. But Waldorf already made the salad. Why are they going <laughs> after red velvet cupcakes as well? Well, cake. I don't know who says the cupcakes. I guess in, the, I in, the I guess in New York in like the 90s when cupcakes were very popular. Red velvet cupcakes became popular, but now we have them in candy form. Thank God. Oh, they look a little like, remember those Boston baked beans? Yeah. The yeah. peanuts? That's what it looks like. It's very, just red lumps almost. Oh, they, they're not hard. Like for some reason, I expected them to be hard. They describe them as bite-sized cupcake morsels in creamy red frosting. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely the frosting inside. It tastes like raw cookie dough almost. Mm. So I enjoyed them. They were good. It almost had a bit of a cream cheesy kind of yeah, flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like is on a red velvet cake. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. Those are nice little handful of snack. It's a big box, but I could see me going through that. Yeah, they're going to go bite size really home. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> And with that, we're going to bring you an ad from our sponsors. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. And this episode is brought to you by our friends at Rumi. So I'm just going to drop in an ad here and we'll get back to the episode. Hi there, I'm Brendan, a certified home inspector with Rumi. Do you have a problem that needs fixing? Whether it's big or small, inside or outside, let me help you find out what's really going on. You can call me by phone or we can take a look together over video chat. Visit rumi.ca, that's R-U-M-I dot C-A, and go to Ask a Home Inspector to book your appointment with me today. So next up we have Hoosie What's It, <laughs> which is fun to say, from the makers of the Whatchamacallit. Now this has been around since 2021, but 
whatchamacallit since the 70s. Um, I think we had a whatchamacallit, didn't we? I feel we might have. I guess one has like peanut butter crisps and this has peanut peanut butter with chocolatey crisps. I don't know. It all sounded the same. <laughs> they also made the thingamajig, which isn't around anymore. It was only around from 2009 and 2012. This flavor was named by Lisa M., who isn't important, but they, well, I mean, she is, but you know, she's not some, someone we know, have heard of. She won a contest to name the bar, and that was what she came up with, and won $5,000 in a year's supply of the bar. How many is a year's supply? I don't know. How many chocolate bars of one bar do you eat in a year? Because it's like the old... Um, Testament? When, no. When people used to be on talk shows and they get a year's supply of turtle wax, <laughs> but like one bottle will do you forever <laughs> it's like on modern family where phil won the lifetime supply of razors but he was getting to his end of the lifetime supply i think is what the gig was but yeah so this yeah has like um it looks like they're supposed to be chocolate crisps but it looks a lot like rice krispies in uh nah, that wasn't the best the peanut butter was very muted <laughs> um it reminded me of like a low rent coffee crisp yeah, and there was a lot of the crisps in there, like yeah. not dispersed throughout. It was just like eating all crisps. I don't know. Yeah, was, yeah. And then like wafery. I don't know. It wasn't the best. I'm a little disappointed, actually. Yeah, it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever had, but it just wasn't anything to write home yeah. about. Yeah. I guess I wonder what then a year's supply of this bar <laughs> would be for us. Two, four. <laughs> <laughs> well. Sorry, Hoozy, what's it? Your name is better than your flavor. Yes. So next up, we have freeze-dried cola bottles. Now, a lot of places are freeze-drying things these days. These ones are freeze-dried at Pixie's Candy Parlor where we bought them. Cola bottles actually have been around since, oh, like the 40s, the 30s. It's kind of iffy. Like the Coke bottle candy. They were called Cola Cube, named Britain's... All-time favorite sweet, oddly enough. Not Simpkins? Not according well, I guess to Wikipedia. Maybe they're not a sweet. They're more of a travel mint. Maybe. So freeze-drying, we've had some freeze-dried stuff. I can't remember what. Yeah, I don't think. Not candy, though. No. We haven't had candy. I think we had strawberries or something. Yeah. So you freeze the project, pro- product by you lower the pressure and mo- remove the ice, unlike dehydration where you use heat to evaporate the liquid although incas used uh mountain air to do it modern freeze drying began in 1890 when richard altman freeze dried tissues um like not not like kleenex like plant tissues animal oh, tissues, okay. tissues. Yeah. in 1909 a vacuum chamber was created that used an electrical pump and then in world war ii and this rang a bell they used it for freeze drying blood plasma and penicillin to help out soldiers that needed it and it was lighter to yeah to um transport thank you that's the (laughs) word (laughs) and of course we know freeze drying for food for astronauts and military rations that's what we had that was freeze dried Mm -hmm. now that i say it now candy's a popular thing so i mean it just looks like someone like blew up and dried out makes sense these candy they're big and explosive so apparently they're supposed to intensify the flavors and i do love me a coca a cola bottle candy it's one of my favorite things they're messy (laughs) that was fun 
It did intensify the flavor. I feel it would be good, like a good decoration on a baked good, like on a cake or something. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess we've had them, I think we had freeze-dried Skittles on donuts before. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. It's a... Uh... It was different. I wasn't expecting it to be that flaky. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, you were right, it did intensify the flavor. And um, it was just really fun. I really enjoyed it. As I talk, it's more stuck to my teeth than a yep. regular Coke I, bottle. It's almost like the feeling is if you had bitten into a hard candy and it sticks to your teeth or like almost like a caramel or something like yeah. kind of sticky, but that's candy for you. <laughs> no, I liked it. I'm, yeah, so did I. I'm looking forward to trying more. I'm yeah, it was hard. It was hard to pinpoint which one we wanted, but yeah. I got Coke bottles. It was fun though. It was good. Now, when I think of Coke or Diet Coke... I think of reaction with Mentos <laughs> <laughs> because they, I don't know if you've ever seen it. You must have. You put a Mentos in the Diet Coke and it all like erupts and foams out. Yeah, and of course. So that was first shown on David Letterman in 1999. There was a viral video that went viral. <laughs> <laughs> there was a video that went viral in 2006. Mythbusters got on board and... They use the mint and they use the fruit ones. Now they think that the mint it has a the mint has a different kind of coating as opposed to the fruit, and the fruit didn't have a reaction. So okay. they think it's that the mint has a little holes in it, which increases the surface area, allowing for the coke to get in, and then like a geyser kind of happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it only took them I don't know sixty. Seven years, because Mentos were out in 1932. <laughs> like, apparently, they didn't mix them until for David Letterman. I mean, they probably, well, they probably did, did, but that's, that. yeah. <laughs> they didn't just try it on live TV. But we don't have regular Mentos. We have Choco and Caramel, which is caramel and chocolate, in oh. case you didn't know what Choco meant. <laughs> so it's a caramel on the outside. So it was nice. It was like a creamy chocolate on the inside of the caramel. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping for more of a caramelly flavor. I was hoping... like Almost like yeah. a Werther's I was hoping for. Yeah. It kind of just made me crave a caramel bar. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> didn't want... I didn't want another one. Nothing to write home about. It was... Yeah. It was fine. It just wasn't... I'd rather just a regular Mentos. Yeah. Maybe even a fruit one. Hmm. Last up is Big Chewy Nerds Jelly Bean. So we... So we had... um. No, never mind. So following the tradition to make candy in the shape of things, that was a thing. So Coke bottles, gummy bears, jelly beans, like beans became a thing. <laughs> Just let's make it like shaped like a bean. Okay. The shell was added so the beans didn't stick to each other um, in 1861. And that comes from the tradition, I'm going to use that word again, of the French adding candy shells to almonds to make Jordan almonds. Okay. Um, and gummy kind of dates back to Turkish delights. And now nerds is in the eighties. Now they make jelly beans, big chewy nerds, jelly beans. What color do you want, Dave? Uh, I'll take an orange and a pink. These are big nerds. Mm-hmm. It's like a nerd covered jelly bean. So I like the second one that I had a lot better than the first one because it had that classic nerd crunch to it. And it had more flavor and maybe it was just i had an odd one that like the first one didn't have that but the, like i said the second one had 
that crunch and the flavor and the sourness to it. Mm. And then it had this jelly bean texture. It was really good. I really like those. I'm not a huge jelly bean fan, but this was a really, this made a really good jelly bean. Yeah. yeah. And I like nerds, but I don't like to just dump them in my mouth because then you can't share nerds. You have to put the whole package to your mouth. And I don't like to dump them in my hands and put them in my hands. And I find nerds really awkward to eat. But I love the sour and the flavor of nerds. So this mm-hmm. was perfect because I had the nerds flavor I and the like jelly bean was putting good. the whole package of nerds up to my mouth and just dumping them in and, <laughs> and not sharing them. <laughs> <laughs> and I like putting a whole bunch in my hand and then liking them off oh, my hand. Oh, it gets hand. sticky and I can't. So <laughs> it just kind of like, but I do like the flavor of nerds yeah, and this kind of. I do like these too. So yeah. these are awesome nerds. Did we have the nerds rope? Because I remember that being really good. Or do I just think it would be really good? I don't Am know. I just making it up? I, I, I know we had different type of, types of nerds on yeah. the podcast. I just, I don't know if we had rope or not. But I guess we, I didn't read this and I thought it was like one big nerd like you thought, but it is jelly bean nerds. So yeah. I don't know. It's a good candy. Yeah, it was. I I really enjoyed it. But we're going to bring you another ad and we'll do a recap and talk about this a little bit more. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by The Future of Podcast. Hosted by Todd Hirsch, ATB Financial's Vice President and Chief Economist, The Future of Podcast has launched its third season by connecting with industry leaders to uncover what's on the horizon for the things that mean the most to you. The Future of promises to give you insights to help navigate what is often an uncertain future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunities it creates. Subscribe to The Future Of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect with us at atb.com slash thefutureof. So, what do you like out of this bunch of candies? Mm, I can't decide if I liked the Coke bottles better or the Nerds jelly beans. I think maybe the nerd. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the nerds. I don't know. It's hard to choose between the nerds and the Coke bottles. The the red velvet cupcakes were really good too. I'll, I'd put them in number three out of yeah, everything for sure. But like nerds and the freeze dried Coke bottles were like one A and one B. I definitely try more of the freeze dried candy at Pixie's Candy. It's just they blew my mind. It wasn't what I expected, but in a good way. Yeah. So. I think I could only eat one or two of those. I mean, they are big, but whereas I could kind of binge the uh, the nerds jelly beans, just handful after handful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's because the other ones are pretty intense and just, yeah. But I was a little disappointed by some of the things, but those, I was pretty surprised. So, yeah. Um. So what, had, what have you had to eat lately, Abe? I've been a little bit under the weather, so I didn't have much good stuff lately. I made an, like an Asian type soup the other day, so that was nice. Um, um, other than that, I don't know. Just I've been just getting by. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I've been getting by with my favorite coffee, lattes. Yeah, I guess um, I've been having a lot of tea lately. So yeah, I uh, actually I had a good dinner last night, and I was left over for lunch today, and it's mm-hmm. just chickpeas and it was some sort of grain i think there was like i don't know some sort of grain with split peas and something else um a mixed i made a mediterranean salad with a lot of feta and mint and veggies tomatoes cucumbers and that was and lemon we had fresh lemons so yeah that's kind of what i 
I don't know. That was something I was craving that I like to eat often, and I just made a good one this time. Just nice. Yeah. I uh, I had some tea the other day, and Lena made it for me, and then she dumped the hot water on me, and it burned me. That didn't happen. You spilt it on yourself. No, I didn't. I remember did. it distinctly, like I was sitting there <laughs> waiting patiently for a cup of tea that you promised, and then threw it at me i barely dodged it kablamo in your face that seems like me oh are you sick hon you want me to make you tea and then splash it on you sounds well, it like it wasn't me. on my face i would i don't have burn marks <laughs> on my face but yeah um other than that i have yeah. okay we can do that okay until next time keep, keep on, on eating, eating.